Fallow deer. Fallow deer fawns are born during the month of June. So this is the time when deer mothers are all nursing their young. For the first few weeks, the mother keeps her fawns concealed among tall grasses, nettles and bracken, tucked away in safety while she goes off to feed, coming back to nurse every few hours. The little newborns are able to stand up within only an hour of being born, but their long legs are still weak and they're clumsy walkers, so they don't tend to move too far. When the mother returns to nurse, she calls out to her fawn with squeaks and bleats. The fawn recognises its mother's voice calling out, scrambles up on its gangly legs and hops over to meet her, eager for a feed. After a quick identity check, where the mother smells down the fawn to make sure it's indeed her own offspring, she'll then give the young one a nourishing feed of milk. The young deer fawns are undeniably adorable, with enormous wide eyes and elegant facial features. Their dappled fur helps to camouflage them in the undergrowth, so they can't be easily spotted by roaming predators. Fallow deer have to be always on the lookout for threats, so they have evolved excellent vision. They can see the tiniest details at great distances. Once the fawns have been nursing for a few weeks and have built up a little strength in their legs, a herd of females and their young starts coming together. Sometimes just a few mothers look after lots of fawns, a kind of a deer crash. They move about their terrain, grazing on grasses, shoots, leaves and bark in what appears a fairly sedate and contented life. These beautiful creatures were introduced to Ireland in the 13th century by the Normans. And now, fallow deer are the most common of the deer species here. Deer parks were popular with the landed gentry. And an enormous deer park was established by the Duke of Ormond, James Butler, in 1662, in what is now the Phoenix Park, the largest enclosed city park in Europe. Today, 350 years later, the herd of fallow deer in the park are descended from those the Duke brought in from Great Britain. Each year, in June, about a hundred fallow deer fawns are born in the Phoenix Park. And fallow deer aren't just in parks anymore. They run wild all over the hills and woodlands of Ireland, happily chomping their way through the undergrowth of their preferred habitat, leafy deciduous woodlands. Deer are absolutely gorgeous animals, but they can be problematic. Because they nibble through the bark of deciduous trees and graze at young sapling trees, too many deer can make it near impossible to establish new native woodlands, and they have a habit of preventing ancient woodlands from regenerating themselves too. Without natural predators, such as the wolves who we hunted to extinction here, deer can become too many wiping out woodlands by simply eating too much. But culling deer can be controversial. Many of us have a soft spot for deer, and deer fawns in particular, thanks largely to a certain man called Mr. Walt Disney. Walt Disney produced Bambi, the animated feature film, which was released in 1942 and has since become one of the world's favourite animal films. The film is set entirely in beautiful wild woodlands with a cast of endearing wide-eyed cuddly creatures. The danger of man provides the dramatic jeopardy in the film 
And most people can remember the traumatic moment when Bambi's mother is shot, even decades after they saw the film. Bambi is now part of our cultural DNA, having had an enormous influence on how the world thinks about deer. And even more than deer, many say that Bambi triggered a wave of nature lovers across the Western world and has undoubtedly helped grow the momentum for nature conservation. Bambi is an ode to the power of culture to influence hearts and minds. But there are nuances to the story of deer in many places, Ireland included. Deer populations are naturally kept in check by wolves, but we've hunted all the wolves to extinction here, and now deer are a serious problem for establishing new native forests. Too many deer nibbling away at tree saplings and the understory of wild woodlands leaves a lot less habitat for a plethora of other wild plants and animals. Bees and butterflies and moths and mice and all the other animals who survive on the plants that grow amid a woodland canopy, all of these are left without a home when deer get a hold on the woodland habitat. But in places like the Phoenix Park, the herds of grazing deer are a wonderfully uplifting sight. Evocative of wild, open spaces, these roaming herds of large mammals are something very special to behold. Clusters of stillness and grace, rekindling lost connections, speckling browns in an expanse of green that soften and nourish the hearts of humans, and soften and nourish the heart of the city too.